This is the Mistress Carrie Situation Report for April 7th, 2023. Your daily entertainment headlines, industry info, and everything rock. Tickets are now on sale to see Avenge Sevenfold with Alexis on Fire July 19th at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Tickets are also on sale to see Godsmack and Stained July 26th at the Xfinity Center. Get the details on both shows in the concert calendar at mistresscarry.com. A few months after Mick Mars announced he was retiring from touring, TMZ has revealed that the guitar player is now suing his former band, Motley Crue, claiming that he was, quote, unilaterally removed from the band despite assuring that he could still record in the studio and that his cut of their profits was significantly reduced. Just a few days ago, Nikki Six tweeted that he and John Five had been, quote, writing random riffs together in the studio, although he didn't elaborate whether the band plans on releasing new music in the future. According to TMZ, Mars's lawsuit against the band claims that they had a meeting to discuss his future as a member following his retirement from touring and that he had made it clear that he would still be able to record in the studio and play, quote, limited performances. He asserted that his bandmates unilaterally removed him from the group and reduced his cut of the profits from 25% to 5% since he'd no longer be touring. The suit further alleges that Nikki Six gaslighted Mars about his guitar performance, telling him that he had, quote, cognitive dysfunction and that he had been playing subpar. It added that Nikki Six, quote, did not play a single note on the bass during the entire U.S. tour, as all of the parts were apparently pre-recorded, in addition to some of Vince Neil's vocals and Tommy Lee's drum parts. A statement from Motley Crue that was provided to Loudwire in response to McMahon's lawsuit, as well as various allegations the guitar player asserted, said, quote, Mick's lawsuit is unfortunate and completely off base. In 2008, Mick voted for and signed an agreement attached in which he and every other band member agreed that in no event shall any re-signing shareholder be entitled to receive any monies attributed to live performances, i.e. tours. After the last tour, Mick publicly resigned from Motley Crue, despite the fact that the band did not owe Mick anything, and with Mick owing the band millions in advances that he did not pay back, the band offered Mick a generous compensation package to honor his career with the band. Manipulated by his manager and lawyer, Mick refused and chose to file this ugly public lawsuit. Equally unfortunate are his claims about the band's live performances. Motley Crue always perform its songs live, but during the last tour, Mick struggled to remember chords, played the wrong songs, and made constant mistakes, which led to his departure from the band. There are multiple declarations from the band's crew attesting to his decline, which are attached. The band did everything to protect him, tried to keep these matters private to honor Mick's legacy, and to take the high road. Unfortunately, Mick chose to file this lawsuit and badmouth the band. The band feels empathy for Mick, wishes him well, and hopes that he can get better guidance from his advisors who are driven by greed. Grammy-winning rock band Greta Van Fleet have announced their much-anticipated third studio album, Starcatcher, that's set for release on July 21st. The album's first single, Meeting the Master, is now available. According to a new lawsuit, Kanye West's Donda Academy had constant bullying, 
no chairs, and there were pay discrepancies, among other issues, at the private school. Two former teachers say they were unfairly fired after raising issues about the school's alleged health, safety, and educational code violations. They also allege they experienced racial discrimination and frequently received paychecks that came up several thousand dollars short of what they were owed. According to a family spokesperson via TMZ, Coolio died from a fentanyl overdose. The Gangsta's Paradise rapper passed away in September of 2022 at the age of 59. At the time, his cause of death was reported as a result of cardiac arrest. According to newly released coroner's reports, Coolio had fentanyl and traces of heroin and methamphetamines in his system at the time of his death. Coolio's severe asthma and decades-long use of cigarettes also played a contributing factor in his death, according to a family spokesperson. Wednesday night, Limp Bizkit played a live show outside of Frankfurt, Germany. And according to reports, Fred Durst was under the weather, leading to various fans being brought up on stage to help assist him in his vocal duties. Some of the openers, including members of Wargasm and Black Gold, also helped out as well. Nora Forrester, the wife of Sex Pistols and Public Image Limited frontman John Lydon, has passed away at the age of 80 following a lengthy battle with Alzheimer's disease. The message on Johnny Lydon's Twitter says, quote, It is with a heavy heart that we share the sad news that Nora Forrester, John Lydon's wife of nearly five decades, has passed away. Nora had been living with Alzheimer's for several years, in which time John had become her full-time carer. Please respect John's grief and allow him space. The Blue Ridge Rock Festival has announced it'll return to the Virginia International Speedway for a second consecutive year and for numerous years to come. The Rock and Metal Festival will head back to the VIR September 7th through the 10th after a successful first showing at the venue in 2022. The festival and VIR have partnered for a multi-year agreement to serve as the Blue Ridge Rock Festival's home. The Dropkick Murphys have teamed up with the Violent Femmes to fight the Ku Klux Klan on a new collaborative track called Gotta Get to Peekskill. It's the latest single from the Dropkick's upcoming album, Akama Rising. The album, due out on May 12th, is the second Dropkick's album to interpret the words of late folk legend Woody Guthrie, following last year's This Machine Still Kills Fascists. In a press release, Kenny Casey said, We had the privilege of collaborating with the Violent Femmes on this feisty track. Acoustic Dropkick sounds a lot like Violent Femmes, in my opinion, so the collaboration is musically and symbolically fitting. And singing a song about fighting the Ku Klux Klan is always extra fun. John Wick actor Lance Reddick's cause of death has been revealed on his death certificate as heart disease. The document reportedly lists the late actor's immediate cause of death as ischemic heart disease and atherosclerotic coronary artery disease. Best known for his roles in HBO's The Wire and the John Wick franchise, Reddick passed away suddenly at the age of 60 on March 17th. Twisted Sister frontman Dee Snyder has told Entertainment Weekly that his first fictional novel, Frats, is set to be released on May 22nd via Red Penguin Books. This past January, the 68-year-old musician who lives in Southern California told Full Metal Jackie that Frats is a 70s period piece and a coming-of-age story. It's all about toxic masculinity and growing up in a very toxic environment and how it affects people. And that's your sit rep. 
For more details on all of the stories, check the links in the show notes of this episode. And don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Mistress Carrie podcast. New full-length episodes come out every Wednesday. Episode 148 featuring Dave Perner from Soul Asylum is available now.